1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Red Men Biteshires podcast. It's Monday, the 6th of February. I'm Steve Hoare, and yeah, I'm going to be looking at some of the latest news and rumours surrounding Liverpool Football Club. And I'll be honest, I'm going to touch on Manchester City as well, given that does have a direct impact on Liverpool Football Club, both past and present. Um, First of all, though, want to speak a little bit about the ownership issues surrounding the Reds. Of course, we all know FSG have either put Liverpool up for sale or that after a, a minority investment, that they keep saying they're after a minority investment, but there's a lot of reporting out there saying the club could be or would be for sale at the right price. Over the weekend, there were reports that Redbird Capital Partners, obviously the New York-based investment firm, they couldn't really own 11% of Fenway Sports Group. They invested in FSG in the past. There was talk that they might be interested in opening their stake in FSG or perhaps even being involved in something uh, to do with Liverpool. But according to Dave Powell in the Liverpool Echo, that basically is not true. He says Redbird's capital partners are not, are not currently in discussions to increase their shareholding in FSG Liverpool's owners. Um They currently own uh, AC Milan and Toulouse. They are the third biggest shareholders in FSG. They... Um, Invested $750 million back in FSG in March 2021. Um, they're they're reportedly worth something like £7.5 billion pounds in assets. They were linked by, with reports suggesting they were interested in increasing their 11% stake in FSG. But that's been dismissed, saying that that is not the case. Uh, well-placed sources in the US have told The Echo that there are currently no talks being had between the two parties over an increase in Redbird, Shareholding in FSG nor are there presently any planned talks with Redbeard, quote, not involved in the Liverpool investment slash
0: sale process. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: If truth to be told, I think that's good news. I'm not sure if we are going to get this sale or we are going to get an investment. I don't think we wanted the red beard. Uh, similar to last time really obviously Liverpool didn't really benefit too much now I'll be honest they invested at that point into FSG and not into Liverpool Football Club now if FSG were looking to raise funds for whatever reason if Red Bay got involved and invested in their own company that could be, could have been one way where FSG raised themselves some money for their own business but Liverpool wouldn't really have been any better off if truth be told um, so I, personally I think that's quite good news for us I think what, what needs to happen is that obviously they need to find this minority partner if that's what they're after who's willing to put some money in and for us to get the benefits of that as a football team uh, and as a football club if that's not going to happen. Uh, and I'll be honest, at this point I think it's more likely it won't. I, I think then that needs to be a full sale. Uh, we'll see who's involved and who isn't involved in that bidding process further down the line. Of course, with loads and loads of rumours swirling. But I think, uh, in general, I think it's good news that it, it that if investment's going to come, it's going to come into Liverpool um, and not... Uh, into FSG and Redbird and all that kind of stuff. So I think, personally, I think that is a good move. Um, next story I want to talk about comes from the uh, from the Mail, who says, Talks between Mason Mount and Chelsea over a new contract have stalled, uh, and Liverpool are still, according to those reports, interested in taking Mount and are watching things with a close eye. And yeah, it goes on to say, obviously, that the, the, basically Chelsea and Mount are are quite far apart in terms of the contract offer that is on the table for the England international. Um apparently the the latest offer fell well below uh what Chelsea's top earners Mount. Uh, sorry, what Chelsea's top earners make and Mount wants to be closer to that. We're uh, yeah, interesting that Liverpool are still keen on the on the midfielder and are watching things with a keen eye. We are all very much aware that Liverpool needs to sign at least two maybe three midfielders this summer we know they want Duke Bellingham who knows if that one's going to happen there's a lot of interest in him Uh, Matthias Nunes has been linked uh, from Wolverhampton Wanderers that one feels like that might be a little bit more relatively straightforward to do but yeah it does look like that there are people at Liverpool whether it be the manager or the recruitment team who really really like Mason Mount and if he isn't going to sign this new deal at Chelsea then it could be that he is available and I wouldn't be shocked at all if Liverpool acted upon that we seem to be the team who would be most linked with him if I had to guess, I still think he probably will end up staying at Chelsea. But if if the contract is miles away, and we've just seen Chelsea go out and spend a ton of money on a ton of players, you know they had too many players. They couldn't even register um, Abamyang for their Champions League squad, and of course their new centre half as well. They couldn't register either of those. That's only players they've got. So there is a trimming of their squad that needs to be done, and maybe it's been decided already that Mason Mount could be one of the players to go. There was talk of Conor Gallagher leaving around transfer deadline. He was linked with moves to Everton, West Ham, Newcastle. So it could be that there are players up for sale. And my guess, I guess that Mason Mount probably ends up staying at Chelsea if he to. But if he doesn't, I do think we'll be at the front of the queue. I think Jürgen Klopp would love to have a player like Mason Mount. You're talking about a lad who, you know... People might love him. People might hate him. But what's undeniable about him is he works hard. He runs. He's at a good age. He's twenty-four. He's a, he's just turned twenty-four. I think Liverpool are probably looking for a few players in that age range as well—that twenty-four to twenty-seven age range. It feels at like the moment we've got a couple of youngsters and a couple of lads who are over thirty. I think Jurgen would like a few more players in their peak, uh, in their peak years. Of course, Jude Bellingham was an exception because he's he might already be in his peak, even though he's a, a young kid. But I definitely think it's one to keep an eye on this contact stuff for Chelsea. If they're miles apart, which it seems they are, and he's nowhere near it, then like I say, even though I do think it gets sorted, is my guess, but the more, if you think about it logically, if they're so far away from each other, um, are Todd Bowling and Chelsea prepared to get anywhere close? If they're not, is Mason Mount ready to walk away? It feels like he might be. I mean, this could be agent talk, trying to get him that deal secured, of course, and throwing Liverpool's name in there it doesn't half help your chances, I guess. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on that one. I think it's really, really interesting to see that... Um, we are basically keeping an eye on things. And yeah, it, it it wouldn't be a huge, huge shock if Mason Mount even ends up joining Liverpool, was it? Right, then moving on, probably the biggest story in the league, obviously, today. Well, it pretty much is, with all due respect to Jesse Marsh, who's been sacked at Leeds. It is, of course, the Manchester City stuff. And yeah, th- this show, we tend to focus more, or pretty much always, on Liverpool news. But this one actually does have a direct impact on Liverpool for obvious reasons, given... Manchester City have been a, such a competitor of ours for so, so long, a direct rival. They continue to be, although this season we're, we're fighting for different things, unfortunately, at least in the Premier League, as it stands. But yeah, very, very simple. There's tons and tons. Manchester City are alleged to have uh, broken up over 100 offences relating to their, their their financial, their cook, well, their book and their finances and their club stuff and all that kind of thing um, Nick Harris who's at Sporting Intel tried to break it down as best as he could into layman's terms and he says the allegations are basically that Man City cooked the books for years they made the inappropriate managers and player payments they dodged FFP and didn't cooperate with a Premier League investigation um, goes on to say in terms of sanctions it could be anything from fines to ban- transfer bans to spending limits stock points stripping previous titles um, It's been w- it's worth noting as well and Martin's Eagle of the Times reported that uh, under Premier League rules, if Manchester City lose their th- this this hearing, they can't appeal to the Court of Arbitration for Sport. Of course, it was CAS who overturned their UEFA ban a couple of seasons ago. On that UEFA ban, again, it's been reported that one was happened because of the time situation; it was time barred. That's how City kind of got themselves allegedly around that one. But as, as Miguel Dege- Miguel Dege- Meh, easy for me to say. Miguel Delaney reporter said. Um, there's nothing on this. There's no time bar. It can take as long as it takes. It's going to it's going to drag out. Of course, City are going to lawyer up. They're going to fight this tooth and nail. But it is interesting. Of course, that finally after four years, uh, something's happening about this. I think it's fair to everyone's been pretty wise to what we think's been happening at Manchester City. You know, uh, I don't think many people truly believe that Manchester City could generate the more income than all these different clubs that they have been generating the more income than. Um, so I find it really, really interesting. Of course it depends how this goes. They could easily win their, their case. They might get away with it. Um but I think it's fair to say it looked like something is happening. Yeah, there's loads and loads. The as it stands, these breaches go between twenty nine ten uh season and seventeen eighteen season, of course. That that's but there's still more investigations I think happening regarding to the, the more latest uh seasons since that moment. In terms of punishments, who knows what will happen to them if they are indeed found guilty, like I say. For me personally, my own opinion is they have to be stripped of those titles. Whether you give them to other teams who, who came second those years or whatever you do, uh, that's kind of irrelevant, really. I'm not sure what people think of that. But for me, they, if they are found guilty on this goes, I think they have to be stripped of those titles. And there has to be a punishment going forward as well. So not only should they be stripped of those, but there should be some type of bans or whatever in place going forward. It has to be that serious. If it's a 100 offences... The Premier League better have their their story better be watertight because City we know are going to fight this tooth and nail. They even said as much in their own statement releasing released after shortly after this news broke about to be in charge by the Premier League. They're pretty much saying that they're ready to fight it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, without going into it too much detail, but yeah, like I say, I think it's I think it's huge really because if this is proven to be true. Yeah, the, the the historical stuff's bad, but also what does it mean going forwards? What well, it means, City, if they are doing anything untoward, if they are cheating, basically, they shouldn't be able to do it going forwards anymore. And then it would be interesting to see how they compete if they are following the rules that everyone else is seemingly following. My guess is they wouldn't be well, they wouldn't be as good as they are. Put it that way, you know, would all these players be able to be signed on these huge, huge contracts? Like I say, it might be that they're perfectly above board and they're doing everything completely above the books and the Premier League got these 100 charges wrong, and that 100 times people have looked at these stuff and they're all, they've made mistakes on every single one of them, that, that is certainly implying, that's what City seem to be implying with their statements. If that isn't true, and they are found guilty, and this stops now, it would be, again, it would be interesting to see what type of Manchester City we are all facing going forwards, because I can't imagine it would be one who's as strong and as powerful as the one that we've been dealing with for the last couple of seasons. That one is going to run and run and run. This is not going to be a quick thing. It's going to take ages and ages and ages. There's going to be lawyers involved and claims and counterclaims and red tape. We all know how it's going to work. But at some point... Unlike the UEFA rule, and this one can't be time barred, so there will be a ruling made and something will be done about it. We'll find out whether that goes in City's favour or not. But I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this one who are hoping that it doesn't. Um, but we'll soon find out on that one. Right, guys, thanks so much for joining us for the Bite Size. Just let you know... Um, Earlier today, the Redmen Originals podcast, it'll be out on this same feed. If you haven't checked it out, it was me, Chris, Chloe and Steve chatting all about the Reds, what's going wrong, what can be done to fix it and having a good old chat about Jürgen Klopp as well. We also recorded the Bias Football podcast where we all went more in detail on the City stuff. That's available on redmenplus.com right now, even in video and podcast form. Speaking of this very feed... Scroll back a few days and you'll see the very first Thursday Night pint show that is there on on your audio listening devices. It's also there on YouTube if you want to go and watch it. But yeah, it was me, Chris, Paul, Adam Rowe and James Pierce having a good old chat on Thursday Night pint, The first of those shows, there'll be a new one coming this week, 7pm on YouTube live. Come and join us. We're going to have a ball. Afterwards, we recorded Red Men Uncensored, which is basically the raw, uncut Red Men stuff that we don't put out for public consumption. Basically, it goes behind the paywall for a reason. Um, and Adam and James in particular shared some pretty strong views around the Mason Greenwood situation and a lot of other stuff as well. That is available for you guys over on Plus as well. The final words also there. So, yeah, again, it was me, it was John Maitre and it was Abby, And we had a good old chat about Liverpool Wolves and tried to put it to bed a little bit. Bit of a therapy session that is available for you Red Men Plus subscribers as well. Yeah, coming up later this week... On Redmen Plus, We've got expert insight. Dan Close been speaking all about a bit of in-depth digging on the academy and the young players knocking around the pool. What's going on with them? Steve Plunk will be here with the opposition preview with the guys on Toffee TV ahead of the derby. I'll be back with general insight with Neil on Thursday, and Chris will be back on deep dive with Josh. Yeah, we are very much in the middle of our Men reboot. The content has all been rebooted, refreshed. We listen to you guys. We've changed what we've been doing. We've made a few good changes and we're very, very proud of them. Hopefully you guys are too as well when you watch and or listen to them. Hopefully you enjoy all of those. Right, I'm off then. We'll be back with another Bite Size on Tuesday. Until then, everyone... Take care and I'll see you all soon. If you want more, an extra Red Men podcast each and every week, but you're unsure what the best platform for it, well, the best platform is, of course, redmenplus.com. But if you are absolutely married to Spotify, if you cannot live without Spotify in your life, you can get the Red Men Plus podcast there now. Simply search for us on there, sign up through there, and you'll be able to access
0: all of the new weekly podcasts from Red Men Plus directly in your Spotify app. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.